0: we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly bible study for august 12th 2019 right now i'm gonna uh segue and this is kind of a continuation but this all kind of segues one to another this is ted and austin radio show uh ted brower uh, for august 6th and we're going to be playing about a half hour of the first part really really good crucial stuff he's covering Some of the topics. Is Donald Trump really for gun rights? Are you willing to bet your life on it? Are the red flag gun laws really going to be federally enacted? Ivanka Trump is demanding it. Quick question. Who elected her? Ted explains who really is running the show. So let's go ahead and and play this. I tell
1: you what, we've got a lot of interesting stuff. Ivanka Trump now is demanding federal gun confiscation laws. I mean, who in the world is Ivanka Trump? You know, the last time I remember... I didn't vote for Ivanka
0: Trump.
1: No. I don't even like Ivanka Trunk. She's a hardcore pro-communist, pro-abortion, pro-gay, pro-lesbian Democrat in the White House. who kind of runs the show behind the scenes.
0: And she's a Kabbalist with Jared Kushner, which is the fi- highest form of Jewish witchcraft, the most wicked form that has ever been conceived or, or derived. So, you know.
1: Dad, who's basically... Uh, Having some type of amnesia because of all the diet sodas that he drinks. I mean, she's a hardcore Shabbatist. She goes to a Shabbat sect, and uh, now she's jumping on the gun confiscation bandwagon. And uh, she basically, and, and, and Senator Lindsey Graham, a gay boy with Carrie like, Lass Purse, uh, has led this push for common sense regulations. What the heck did that always make? Common sense? Common sense? It means taking everybody's guns. And so uh, Lindsey Graham's pushing for common sense gun laws, which means he wants to take everybody's stuff. And, of course, he's in the closet, and so he's always scared that someone's going to out him, which I don't know why he would even think that people don't know this. And now, Ivanka Trump agreed with Graham's proposal, saying that the Congress should enact red-flag laws, extreme risk protection orders in every single state, and increase resources dedicated to mental health support. So they get to say, I think you're nuts because you're saying such and such. I'm going to enact a red flag gun law and I'm going to really have you check for your mental health so we can get you in a nice little padded cell to put you on a Thorazine grip because you've got to change your attitude, boy. Yeah. Who gets to make these choices? Who gets to tell me that I'm wrong because I'm a Second Amendment proponent? Ivanka Trump? Uh, Gay Boy Graham? I mean, what the heck? I mean, who's the one who gets to tell us as patriots that we just don't like what they're doing. That just maybe we don't want to vote for them again, and just maybe we don't want to be part of this. How about that? How about about, who, who makes those choices? The truth is what I say it is, boy. Well, what if I don't want to be your boy, and what if I don't want to believe your truth? Boy, what do you think, Austin?
2: Well, I mean, this aspect of it, I mean, is is much of a tragedy as this was over the weekend, even in both shootings. I mean, you know, the families—it's a horrific incident. But what we're seeing now, again, is a blatant usage of this event, regardless who was behind it, regardless who was the entire, you know, builder of it, the architect of this this entire shooting, regardless of how many people were there. We're about to have our rights stripped away from us. It's not a coincidence, guys, that Yahoo Mail released the intelligence bulletin from the FBI on Friday when I talked about this article, excuse me, it was on Thursday. And I went into detail on how the FBI now is describing conspiracy theory-driven domestic extremists as serious threats. It says that the emergence of these extremists would only get worse. The FBI assesses these conspiracy theories very likely will emerge, spread, and evolve in the modern information marketplace, occasionally driving both groups and extremists to carry out criminal or violent acts. I talked about this on Thursday. This isn't this isn't coincidence. This got released on Thursday, and all this stuff happened on the weekend. Then, of course, we have President Trump yesterday. Ugh very very sad for me as I know I mean I've been a big Trump supporter from the beginning and I've I've tried to do the best I can to keep a positive outlook on a lot of stuff he's done but what he said yesterday was honestly was downright spooky you can read the transcript if you want to read all of it. But essentially, in, in a nutshell, what he said was is we basically need to enact the red flag gun laws. We also need to have swift executions for so-called hate crimes. I'll go into that in detail in a second. He also talked about involuntary confinement for people that are mentally disturbed. And he directed the DOJ to work with states and local law enforcement and social media sites to detect mass shooters before they strike, continually repeating the leftist slogan about hate. Now, one thing that was quite disturbing, as he talked about numerous things in here, as far as with mental health, and we need to be able to detect mass shooters before they strike, and essentially what he was saying is, and he goes on to say, is that the aspect of people. Having the ability to say things online, this is what he said indirectly, is no longer acceptable. And what people say online should be enough to deem them dangerous and have a red flag gun law essentially issued on them and no judge, no jury, no nothing as far as there's, there's no due process. Essentially, the judge writes a red flag gun law. We already know how it works. I've talked about it numerous times. And then as well, he also goes in here and he says, mental illness and hatred pulls the trigger, not the gun. That's what he said. Fourth, we must make sure That those judged to pose a grave risk to public safety do not have access to firearms. And if they do, those firearms can be taken in rapid process. That is why I have called for red flag, gun laws, also known as extreme risk protection orders. Guys, he blatantly says right here, we must make sure that those judged to pose a grave threat to public safety do not have access to firearms. Exactly what Dad just said. Who gets to be the judge on whether or not you exercise your Second Amendment? Now, I'm not saying there aren't certain people that literally are deemed mentally defective. They've been deemed by numerous psychologists, numerous people in mental health areas, and they're flat out nuts. They're completely and totally on the loony bin train, and they don't really even need to be out of society. I get that. I don't need to have that argument with you. But now when we're saying that what you say online, and if you are judged to pose a risk to public safety, you are no longer allowed to own a firearm. That's what he just said right here. This is the President of the United States, guys. This is the President of the United States saying that if you are judged to pose a risk to public safety, you are no longer able to own a firearm. And if you do own a firearm, it is going to be stripped from you very, very quickly. This is quite troubling to me that we have a sitting president of the United States saying this, because I'll be honest with you right now. President Trump was a nightmare. President President Obama was a nightmare. He was gay Kenyan. He never even came out with this strong of rhetoric. He talked about banning AR-15s after the doggone Sandy Hook shooting. We're not having the sitting president saying, if you are deemed to be a threat, if you are deemed to be a threat to public safety, we're taking your guns from you. What do we do in Minority Report now? We already know that there's algorithms that law enforcement and the FBI uses to determine the threat factor of certain individuals. That's a fact. That's not, there's no argument there either. So now, what are we going to start doing? We're going to start FBI doing threat assessments on 330 million people in the United States, and if your threat assessment goes above a certain certain threshold, they're going to issue a federal red flag gun order and seize your firearms and say you are no longer able to own a firearm? Where are we going with this? We're going to start saying if you say anything on social media that we think is hate speech, we're taking your firearms, better yet, if your search engine shows up anything that we deem to be hateful or hey if you have a talk show oh here we go if you have a talk show on alternative media and you talk about anything that we deem to be hate speech that we don't like and we judge you to be a danger to society we're gonna take your firearms from you boy you don't have that right anymore because we are the judge, we are the jury, and we are the executioner. And then he goes even on further to say in here, which is this is this is this is quite troubling on this aspect as well. He goes on to certain basically say that individuals that are involved in a hate crime need to have the death penalty executed very very quickly. I'm not kidding on this. He says today, and I quote, I am directing the Department of Justice to propose legislation ensuring those who commit a hate crime face the death penalty and that this capital punishment be delivered quickly, decisively, and without years of needless delay. These are just a few of the areas of cooperation that I want to pursue. Whoa, 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 whoa! So, the right to a trial, the right to due process—what are we talking about here? This is very vague, guys. This is very, very vague. They're saying now that hate crimes that face the death penalty, the capital punishment needs to be delivered quickly, decisively, and without years of needless delay. Now, I am—I do understand that certain times this stuff drags out, especially when people are convicted of crimes and it drags out and drags out and drags out. That's not really what he's saying here. He thinks specifically, if you're involved in a hate crime and you kill somebody, you need to be executed swiftly. That's what he's saying here. is what he's saying here. I, I, I'm, I can't make this stuff up. And what's even troubling to me now is I've seen more and more people like Representative Crenshaw, who's a retired Navy SEAL veteran, Republican numerous other representatives are now demanding that red flag protection orders be instituted. But here's the question. Here's the question. This is what you ask yourself. The whole situation, this is based all solely on this El Paso, Texas shooting, because the whole thing in Dayton, is quite convoluted, because now I'm finding out this guy is like a hardcore Antifa supporter, it's hardcore leftist, loves Elizabeth Warren. I mean, they, they, he, he, they're not even pulling him up for this. Now, everything's about the El Paso shooting, so if we're taking the El Paso shooting at face value, we're saying, hey, we need red flag gun orders. This would have protected the people at Walmart if we could have had a red flag gun law. Well, let's look at that for a second. Let's look at that concept from face value. The individual at the El Paso shooting that was allegedly the only shooter, he wasn't mentally ill. He didn't make any significant threats to anyone in person or online. He didn't have any altercation with a spouse or neighbor. He allegedly wrote a manifesto that was posted right before the shooting that essentially went into detail about how he hates illegal immigration and how he hates people coming to this country and taking it over and made some pretty strong rhetoric on there. But again, we can't even prove that he wrote this. This thing popped up out of nowhere, has absolutely zero attachment to him whatsoever, except they said he wrote it can't even understand how a 21-year-old wrote something that detailed, quite frankly. It was just unbelievably hateful, and it was. But again, he also made valid points. And this is the troubling aspect of it, because now there's people... I've, I've looked at all kinds of these comments now. There's people on CNN that are doing interviews. There's people that are making comments all over social media that are saying the FBI should have worked with law enforcement, and they could have used the red flag gun law to get this guy's weapons in El Paso after he allegedly wrote this manifesto. They could have stopped the shooting. So wait a minute here. Are we now saying that writing something that condemns illegal immigration, or even has something that is hateful online, now is enough to constitute executing a red flag gun law to strip you of your second amendment rights? That's what they're saying on mainstream media. That's what Donald Trump saying yesterday, yeah, that's where we have reached in this country and all the hardcore liberal leftists that are saying, that's not what they're for. It has to go through a series of processes and you have to be deemed a threat. Again, who deems me the threat? Who deems you the threat? Who deems Ted the threat? Who deems any of us a threat? Who gets to be judged Dread? Who gets to come in and say, you, sir, are a threat because we think you may do something that we don't agree with in the future based only off our threat assessment of you, and you are now being detained and or firearms confiscated? That's it. Where in the world did we just step into this week, guys? We flat went into the Twilight Zone, and it is not a coincidence that that article got put out by Yahoo last week that I talked about with the FBI saying that conspiracy theory-driven domestic extremists are now serious threats in this country. That was not coincidental that that came out on Thursday. That was what we call priming the audience. It was a warm-up session. It wanted to get, they wanted to get the population open to the ideology that conspiracy theory driven domestic extremists are a real threat to this country. And then two days after they released that article, we have two shootings back to back, both in cities that are run by Democratic presidential candidates, by the way. I want you guys to understand that since nobody's bothered to pick up on that. Real odd there. And the fact that nothing makes. Sense about the entire shooting whatsoever in El Paso. Even the fact that this kid, as I said yesterday, and I've been struggling to wrap my mind about this. In order to have a hit rate and a kill rate and a wound rate of what he had in Walmart, even with people running in mass, you're looking at probably 100 to 150 rounds had to be expelled minimum. I told you just I didn't see any mags, but humor me and say that he had his pockets full of magazines. So he goes into Walmart with, you know, ear protection on and eye protection on. But one thing he's missing that I stated yesterday that nobody's bothered to talk about yet. He wasn't wearing gloves with that AK-47. He wasn't wearing gloves. Any of my hardcore shooters that are listeners on this, anybody that's operated an AK hard and run it hot and wet and nasty understands AKs are probably some of the most violent weapons on the planet, not from what the round does, but because it's gritty, it's dirty, it's brutal, it's hot, it's sharp, it cuts you, it opens your knuckles up, it burns you. You absolutely, underneath, No circumstances are going to run an AK-47 Hot for six, seven, eight, nine magazines without gloves on, without completely and totally busting your knuckles, burning yourself, taking yourself down the bone. The reason why I know this, I've done it before. I ran an AK-Hot one time without gloves, never did it again, never made that mistake, and I only put three mags through it, which was two mag changes, completely chewed myself up. Always run gloves. Everything now. Anytime I train to run gloves, there's a reason why you see operators wear gloves. There's a reason why SWAT wears gloves. There's a reason why anybody operating a rifle for extreme times wears gloves. This kid didn't have gloves, but yet he was concerned about his eyes and his ears. It almost appears that this kid didn't even shoot more than a magazine out of that gun. Again, that's what I'm just... That's what it appears like. But again, guys, look at what we just stepped into this week and look at now the rhetoric that is being spewed all across this country to not only have the guns restricted and banned with assault weapon bills. That's already on the table. Now saying that things you say online are enough to deem you a, v- a viral threat and say we can take your firearms and detain you if we need to because you are a threat to society, this is spooky, Dad. You
1: know, Austin, you said something, right? I and mean, I'm, I'm going to say this again. What we have here is Trump mania, Trump idol worship, Trump can't do anything wrong. Donald Trump is still doing rallies all over the United States now. Why is he doing that? He's not running for president yet. He's way out. He's way out ahead of the curve on this. Why has he continued to do rallies his entire presidency? Is to maintain the narrative. He wants to maintain the narrative that he's the Make America Great Again president. Also, I've got a lot of feedback coming in from you. He, he, he's, he wants to be. He wants to be, become the. Great American president, make American great again president. And what he's doing basically is reinforcing the act. This is an act. This is a full blown Rothschild stooge act. Now, I can't can't be any more direct than that. That's what this is. I mean, he has said something here with these immediate execution of hate crimes. That Barack Obama would have never, in his wildest imagination, the gay Canyon would have ever put into the public domain. Never. Even with his transgender wife. He never would have said this. He never would have gone in and said, we need to get red flag Gumpy." If he had tried that, all H-E-double-sticks would have broken loose with the Patriot community. Everybody would have been gone nuts. But we have idol worship with Donald Trump. You know, Israel in the Old Testament wanted Saul. I talked about this earlier. I talked about this a few weeks ago. They wanted a king. They wanted King Saul. And God says, I'll be your king. You know, we'll operate through the priesthood and through my prophets. No, no, no. We want a king. So, you know, so they picked a king who was tall, who basically apparently was outspoken. And the guy was nuts. They picked a nut king. I mean, he's throwing javelins at David, trying to kill him. He's he's running around doing all kinds of weird stuff. He's just a nutbag. He's he's, he's contacting shysters and people to call up the dead. I mean, the guy's nuts. He's just completely Looney Tunes, and he's and David has to play his heart to try to calm him down. I mean, it's lunatic The whole thing's lunacy. We have us a Saul. We have us a Saul. Someone bought and paid for through the Rothschild banking cartel, who has completely and totally. Mesmerized with his acting skills, as so what he is. He's an actor. He said he was on TV for what 12, almost 15 years. He's his apprentice who has mesmerized the American population with his never-ending rallies, in which he's able to bring 20, 30, 40,000 people into a sitting into a stadium to hear a sitting president speak. To allow to speak, allows himself to speak to millions and millions of people every single day on these incredibly asinine tweets that he comes out with. To continue the narrative of Cortez and the Democrats and the American population, because we're so blinded by Zionism, we're so blinded by having a king as a Christian, that we want to believe all this stuff. I have hardcore Christian pastors who are patriots, who are completely and totally mesmerized by this act. And I try not to send them any information anymore. Because they absolutely go ache poop, start screaming and yelling at me. Some of them already told me they don't ever want to hear from me again. Don't contact me again. Then you got the QAnon followers who are completely and totally being hoodwinked by this giant hundred thousand, hundred million, five billion sealed indictments, whatever the number is now. Who, who knows?
3: Oh, everybody on the
1: planet's going to get arrested now. What the heck? Who's going to do that? Yep. No, nah, gosh, no. Come on, guys. Yep. We got sold a bill of good with trauma. I mean, we got solar
0: bills good. The Rothschilds were there. The, the, the Q stuff, you go up to Before It's News, and all they're just doing is doubling down. Mark Taylor prophecy is just doubling down on the lies. It doesn't matter. The thing is about this movement, they will not look at anything you put in front of them. They just give it a cursory look, if at all, and then they dismiss it and go on to the next Q lie or Mark, lie, Mark Taylor prophecy lie. Or whoever else is pushing this stuff there's such an overwhelming amount of evidence right now which proves Trump is a a total satanic plant that it's just it boggles the mind it, it truly truly boggles my mind that that they will not look at any kind of truth about this um, and you see evidence especially if you go up to before it's news because it's a lot of different people posting and collaborating and about every maybe every 20th post or 30th post you'll see something negative about trump but there's so much disinformation coming out saying trust the plan he's going to arrest 900 people tomorrow and he's you know playing 40 chess and they're all that that it's just evidently it's it's enough of a con job where the vast majority of people are still buying into this
1: now we've got China and the United States threatening a trade war. In fact, we're in the middle of it. China just went nuclear in the trade war. They're now threatening to not buy any more American agricultural products. I mean, but guys, I'm going to say this again: the central bank of China is run by the Rothschilds. The central bank of the United States is run by the Rothschilds. The central banks of almost every single country in the world is run by the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds, according to Otto Kahn hold the earth by its axis and they control both sides of the narrative. They're the ones that are increasing this trade war. They're the ones that allowed China to devaluate the currency. They're the ones that allow China to do what they're doing now with the trade war. They're the ones that allowed China to basically take our industry and move it to the China area to have slave labor. And they're the ones that have extracted the wealth out of the United States and used our reserve currency to create quadrillions of dollars in debt. This is the same group. <laughs> I mean, we, we say this all the time, and we try to make it so it's different when we say it to make sure that we understand what's going on. But guys, this is the same group. I mean, it's crazy. And now, basically, this move by Trump, basically telling that we're going to have this giant three hundred billion dollars of Chinese imports, ten percent tariff. This move by Trump came as a total shock to Chinese officials. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. And global financial markets were thrown into state of turmoil, which they were. Since that announcement, we've been waiting for the other shoe to drop because we knew the Chinese would, would retaliate. But honestly, very few of the experts expected something like this. On Monday, China announced it was going to completely stop buying U.S. agricultural products, which are almost all almost all soaked in glyphosate and GMO. Anyhow, I can't really blame them for that. And now this, if this giant slap in the face of our farmers is going to create more and more of these problems with these farms who can't pay the bills, who can't sell their product, getting bought up by guess what guys globalist farm owners in other words giant corporations. remember what happened in 1929 the Rothschild banking oh, it's them again the Rothschild banking Corporation had hyper they had hyperinflated the currency they massively inflated the currency from 1913 when they became when the power through World War one with all the debt. And they had the roaring 20s in which they kept money real, real loose, the market kept going up, 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 Kind of sounds like today, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of just like that. And people who had had their farms paid for for generations, who had come over to the United States in the 18th, 1700s, who had their farms paid for for 100, 200 years,
3: they went out
1: and they financed their farms and put the money into the stock market because they could make so much more money doing that, by the way. My grandfather did this too. Lewis Brewer. Oh, yeah. He had 1,500 acres. He financed all of it, dumped it into the markets. And then all of a sudden, in 1929, the Rothschild Banking Cartel told the Carnegies and told the Rockefellers and told the Fords and told all the rest of them that they were going to contract the M1 money supply, which means they were going to make money tight, and they were going to call their loans in so they could seize the family farms. The millions of acres, hundreds of millions of acres, to seize it. And that's what they did. But they came in, they called the farms, the people lost their farms, the banks took them over. The banks took them over. And the banks basically contracted the M1 money supply. Well, then the people had enough of that. There wasn't money to buy seed, there wasn't money to pay the bills, there wasn't money to pay the mortgages, there was no money. So the American population, which is still used to being on the gold standard, and silver and gold, they started spending the gold and silver. The coins that it had for hundreds of years in their vaults, in their safety deposit boxes, under their mattresses. And they started going ahead and bartering back with gold and silver. And the Rothschilds realized very quickly, this ain't working. It ain't working. So in 1933, President Roosevelt, the communists, socialists, who the family got their money from the heroin, poppy, opium trade, the opium wars in China, Rothschild stooge that he was. Said like, we're going to go chase some laws here. We're going to make it illegal the whole goal because you guys are messing up these banks because you're not letting them seize enough stuff quickly enough. And we're going to start social welfare work programs all over the country. We're going to go and turn us into a socialist state. Well, immediately. Prescott Bush, who was friends with Adolf Hitler, goes, Whoa, you can't do that. We're going to seize the White House, and we're going to take control of the United States, and we're going to do a coup. Again, both sides being controlled by the same people, the Rothschilds. So what ends up happening, he and Smedley Butler, Smedley Butler blows the whistle, turns them all in, nothing happens. Roosevelt's in the White House for over a decade, probably dies in the White House during World War II. But in the meantime, in 1934, after they seized the gold in 1933, brought it all into Fort Knox, they passed exchange stability fund, passed it, which gave the Federal Reserve Bank of New York control of the U.S. Treasury. That's how they took us! That's how they took us down! That's how they control us, through the exchange stability fund. And then the exchange stability fund is where they run all their Darko money, their their drug money. They filter back into the economy that way, into the international banking cartels. The 1.5 trillion dollars and drug money, Afghanistan, heroin money coming in every single year into the United States and globally. And that's where it comes from. And nobody else talks about this. You talk to some of these guys, you bring this stuff on the show, and it's like crickets, crickets. Let's change the topic right now. Let's go to something different. Well, yeah, of course we are. Of course we're going to change the topics. Why would you talk about that? Well, that's really negative. No, it's not negative. That's how they run us. And now the Stackler family, Rothschild cut out, comes in pushes their OxyContin to all of the people for the last 10 or 15 years, to the equivalent of 360 pills per person per year, and gets tens of millions of people addicted to opiates and start another opium war in the United States to render our population drugged with fluoride, with GMOs, with all kinds of prescription medications. That wasn't strong enough. That wasn't good enough. we got to make them all addicts. We got to get them on an opium and kratom. Oh, can't use kratom. Oh, yeah, they're doing their best to get kratom off the market. If people love opiates. Oh, can't do that. This is what they do, guys. It's what they always do. They're controlling the trade war. They're controlling the international banking cartels. They're controlling the White House. Trump is a puppet on a string from the Rothschild banking cartels. Who, Wilbur Ross, got out of his bankruptcies back in the '80s and has been beholden to them. Ever since. And the same group of them are the Shabbatists who want to bring in a third temple and bring in the Antichrist to bring in a new world order and a one-world religion under Lucifer. This is the root. This is all it is. Yeah, you say, Well, this is this is awful. Yeah, I'm not telling you it's not awful. That's why yesterday, you listen to yesterday's show, and I talk about your relationship with Jesus Christ. Because without that, hey guys, what they've done because of their atavistic hatred of Christ with Hollywood. They've come in and they've taken over our hearts, our minds, our souls, everything, with their filthy, filthy movies and entertainment. And they're weirdo perverts like Madonna and Katy Perry and all of the rest of them. And these people are leading our youth and have led our country into this pit of the demons of hell. And we're supposed to sit here and go, wait a minute. I don't see that. And guys, wake up. Donald Trump is part of this. Yesterday, like Foster said, we're talking twilight zone. We're talking out of limits. We're talking something Damn. that a sitting United States president has never said in a lifetime of American people sitting here in this country for hundreds of years that we need swift retaliation and quick executions. What are we in Nazi Germany? What is this? Stalin take you out back undervent is what they said in Germany. The Germans, the Nazis, the Gestapo, the SS undervent up against the wall. while you get shot? Are you kidding me? Is that what we need? Is undervent? Is that what we need in this country? Quick retaliation. Who's going to decide that you did a hate crime? Who's going to be that person? Who's going to do that? Quick retaliation, immediate executions, hang them from the rafters. What do you going have, like they did in Operation them where well they had to hang them, hundreds of people were hung, immediately, within 24 hours. I mean, Donald had take them out back and shoot them or hang them. Is that where we're going in the United States? Because Donald Trump was to be dictator God and Lord over us? Absolutely not. Donald Trump is not who you think he is. Donald Trump is doing a giant psychop on every one of us, and he just continues to follow his script. Now, mind you, he's good at a script. He's great when he speaks at his rallies. But oh, guys, man. guys, lock her up, lock her up. Oh yeah, that happened. Oh yeah, that happened. What do you think on?
0: So we have that, uh, and I know that was a long clip, but he got into a lot of stuff that uh, I, I just think this is all good. All of these are very, very good things to have in mind regarding the next part that we're going into. And the, and the next video here is uh, false prophet Mark Taylor exposed, the lying fireman, the Trump prophecies. This is long overdue. Um, and I'm going to play this nine-minute nine video I've here. had
3: several people send me comments. Now, so I know.
0: This guy believes that Trump is the Antichrist, I, I, if you know anything about him. And this is why I normally don't deal with any of his videos so i'm well aware of that i don't know whatever other things he might believe but what he says about trump here he, he pretty much nails it
3: think that the so-called prophecy of the fireman mark taylor is supposed to be from god and they believe and you have
0: to understand this mark taylor guy is the biggest 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 pied piper of trump from a prophetic standpoint out there By far, before he even got into office. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. And um, so that you have to understand, this guy's a real, I mean, he's been on, you know, a lot of people in alternative mainstream Christian media have been promoting this guy for a long time.
3: This is the word of God that Donald Trump is God's anointed to bring America into God's will and God's blessings. And I'm just going to read some of Mark Taylor's so-called prophetic words. Now these are supposed to be the prophetic words of Mark Taylor. The spirit of God says, the border the border is a 2000-mile gate that's flowing across with demonic hate. I will use my president to shut this gate and seal it shut. It must be shut. Then I will So u- in other words God will use Trump
0: this is this prophecy that Mark Taylor's saying, and supposedly God's saying, that he will use his, his man of God, Trump, to seal this gate. The exact opposite has been done. It's more porous and wide open than ever, and that, that wall's never going to get built. You watch. So, and we've got into this a lot in, in recent time,
3: in recent teachings. Use him in my army to root out evil structures that are still there. To the so he's
0: going to use Trump to root out evil structures that are still there. This is this supposed word from God that this prophet Mark Taylor got. Are you seeing Trump root out evil? No, I'm seeing him entrench it. I'm seeing him restock the swamp. I'm seeing him do all of these things where he's lied to us about all these things he said he was going to do in his tra- in his campaign promises, and so. The test of a prophet in Deuteronomy 18 is if the things come to pass, that's one test. Okay. Well, they have it. He is Don the Khan. He's the liar in chief. He fails us every day. He's taken away our our liberties and our rights. He's lying. He's a
3: pathological liar.
0: So therefore, I know this is not from God. That's all I need to know
3: point that the government will begin to call on my army they will prophetically locate these structures so they may be dismantled before any evil can take place opec opec take a hike for i am tired of your evil energy spikes
0: oh okay so god's gonna do little rhyming things opec opec take a hike come on
3: really When my president takes office, you will shake and quake. You will say America no longer needs us. And that is true for she will be energy independent for my red, white, and blue. For a sign will be given when prices go low for a gallon of gas will be $1 and below. When did that happen?
0: $1 and below gas price. When did that happen? Another false prophecy by him.
3: Spirit of God says the Supreme Court shall lose three and my president shall pick new ones directly from my tree. Okay, Kavanaugh, who is who is already, he sided with Planned Parenthood. One of the first
0: decisions that he did when he got into office. Kavanaugh, the one that was supposedly so persecuted and all this other stuff, sided with Planned Parenthood. The guy's a total devil. You look at his history and he's a total Bush shill that was put in here by design on purpose to fulfill this purpose that he's that he's making the other guy i don't know as much about but kavanaugh for sure and so you know again another false prophecy they're they're not men of god that are being put in in the supreme court
3: are you still not convinced that he's my anointed and (laughs) that he's the one i have appointed why see this is straight from the devil is what this is This is straight from the devil. You're hearing a false prophecy from the mouth of the devil through a false prophet and no one figure it out. The news media, the people, the so-called wise, why when he's attacked, do his poll numbers rise? (laughs) Those who attack him, their numbers go low, even to the point of a big fat zero. Yeah, it, I'm sure God's going to do all these clever clever little limerick rhymes and stuff. Simple to see this man I have appointed for in my word is your answer. I said, do not touch my anointed. Oh, spe- so now Trump, this lecherous, child
0: molesting, pathological liar devil is all of a sudden now God's anointed. Okay, I understand God can use a wicked evil king to accomplish his purposes. And if it was a prophecy like that, I could much, much more accept that where it was like, I'm going to use Trump to bring ultimate judgment on America. They're going to put their trust in this guy and I'm going to take away this devil, you know, at the, at the height of his power and show you that you've you've put your trust in an idol. You've idolized this thing. And the Bible says, cursed be the man that trusteth in man and then make of flesh his arm and whose heart departed from the Lord. I could understand that type of prophecy, but this is the exact polar opposite. And again, I have waited on this study I've given you months and months where we've shown you what an evil perverted twisted devil Donald Trump is what a pathological liar that he is all to all to bring you to this point that if you had any any um
3: inklings that Mar- Mark Taylor might still be right I hope that this puts that to bed especially my prophets if you are still not convinced about what my word says another sign will be given. It will be a warning to all, especially those who will not listen. The Spirit of God says the sign will be El Chapo. El Chapo, your evil reign has come to an end. Who do you think you are attacking my anointed? Now folks So what the El Chapo guy attacked Trump and that's his
0: anointed. Touch not now God's anointed which is a big reason and way that false prophets will get other Christians to try to back off them and keep them from exposing them guys like Benny Hinn and, and all these other devils out there that go up there and, you know, touch not thou God's You can't say anything against them because you know, they're God's anointed, even though, you know, they're totally bound up in greed and evil. And a lot of them are just closet Satanists and Luciferians posing as Christian pastors, which is the number one coveted job for people in those positions. And I've done tons of studies on this. So here's what we're,
3: this is what we're dealing with. Honestly, this would be funny that anyone could fall for this silly stuff if it weren't so sad to think that folks who call themselves Christians could be so far from God that they believe this silly nonsense is the voice of God. The same God who speaks to us through the Bible. Now here's some more of this. Also. What I said about Trump and the Antichrist. kian if you think
0: he's the Antichrist, kian Trump and Antichrist. Okay. And I give you the biblical reasons why Trump cannot be the Antichrist. Okay. And there are biblical reasons. I don't care about opinions or conjectures or things. I look at what does the Bible say the qualifications of the Antichrist are going to be. Now, I do believe Jared Kushner could fulfill them. I do not believe Trump could. And, um, There's other reasons too, but I get into that in the study. Mark Taylor prophecy.
3: God says the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper, the president of the United States is the spiritual gatekeeper. I have chosen this man, Donald Trump, and anointed him as president for such a time as this. Can you not see this? For even in his name, Donald, meaning world leader, Trump, meaning to get the better of or to outrank or defeat someone or because uh, some- he's
0: playing 40 chess constantly with all the even though the world and the government is getting more wicked by the day he's trumping everybody because he's just playing 40 chess this is what q says this is what these devils like mark taylor say and hoping they can keep you con hoping you won't look at all the other the other 800 pound gorilla in the room which i have covered over over and over in the preceding months that's the 800 pound gorilla in the room that is Trump that they don't want you to look at they don't want you to look at his past they don't want you to look at his what he's doing right now behind the scenes they want you to ignore
3: all that and just keep believing their false prophecies and their false lies something often in a highly public way so this is supposed to be God speaking he's now giving us the Webster's definition of the word Trump and then it goes on this man I have chosen will be a faithful world leader and together with my army will defeat all of America's enemies in the spiritual and in the natural. Are you Are you kidding me? This is what this guy prophesied. They're going to defeat all
0: the spirit. That You know what that sounds like? That sounds like dominionism. The sect of, of, of false Christianity that believes that things are going to get better and better and better until Jesus Christ has no choice but to come back and set up his throne. Well, the problem is, is is the Christ that they're expecting is going to be the Antichrist. So if you believe these prophecies, here's the scary, scary thing about this. Their Savior is coming back. The Savior that Trump is going to worship, maybe maybe it's Jared Kushner. Maybe Jared Kushner is like the John the Baptist for the coming Antichrist. But... If you believe these prophecies and you keep following, going down this road and believing this, and again, I'm not really talking to my listeners unless there's some of my listeners that are still convinced about this. I mean, if you believe that, that means you are firmly entrenched in the strong delusion that God said he was gonna send in 2 Thessalonians chapter two. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness if you believe trump is god's anointed after all the evidence that i've even shown and i and again i don't i'm not trying to come down on my listeners okay i'm just saying for somebody listening to this the first time and or let's say they've listened to a multitude of my teachings and they're still not convinced man I, that's scary guys that's scary stuff because you're there's not much more i could say I mean, yeah, I guess there is a lot more I could say. I could do another 20-part study on what I haven't covered on Trump yet. Yeah, I guess I could do that. I'm trying to get to it, but, you know, just so, only so many hours in a week. And yet, they're believing in this lie. And they're taking pleasure in the lie. And the Bible says their end is hellfire. That's super scary. Scary. And I, I'm not taking delight in that. I pray to God. For these Christians that are caught in this web of lies regarding Trump. That in the name of Jesus Christ, they break free from this. That God loses angels to help them, to to give them eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. And that every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder this prayer, these angels. That they'd be bound up and rebuked and cast into the abyss. Until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire. And that none would be able to come to take their place because this for some people is going to be a matter of heaven and hell because they're going to keep they've got all this invested in trump and they got all this invested in in false prophets like mark taylor and in the q movement and in the alternative media movement they keep pushing and pushing trump as this beacon of righteousness even though he's doing all this wickedness that can be easily documented And he's done all this wickedness in his past intimately connected with the mob with that um Um, The the guy we talked about last week, who was that serial pedophile, that was his mentor. The guy, that that mafia uh, lawyer guy. He's been connected with so many wicked, evil people. The Rothschilds bailed him out, like, on all these different occasions on his bankruptcies because he had to pay off the families where he molested little boys and little girls. That's why he had a big reason he had all these bankruptcies. They have owned Trump lock, stock, and barrel for decades. He is a practicing Kabbalist. He's a serial pathological liar. He was groomed for this part. And this devil is over here trying to convince you that he is God's anointed. I mean, hey, you got to believe one or the other. You know, a tree is known by its fruit. Hopefully I've given my listeners enough at this point to for them to, to not have any, any doubts that Trump is straight from the pit of hell.
3: You will see it manifest before your eyes. My army will see he is the one I have chosen. They will begin to rally around him. And here's some more of supposedly Mark Taylor's oh prophetic Lord. words. The Spirit of God says, America, America, oh how I love thee, America, America, oh how I have chosen thee, have I not the God of the universe and all of creation? I have heard the cries of my people that have sought my face and I will heal them. People will ask how I will do this. I shall do this in two parts. First, the Spirit of God says, Army of God, out of the darkness, I command you to arise and take your place, for I have given you extra time, mercy, and grace. Go, go, go. Do not slow down. Begin to take and hold your ground, for there is no more time to waste. America will once again be the great light. The enemy will say, oh, the light, the light, it shines so bright. There is nothing else to do but take flight. Now, nowhere. So we're going to
0: be the great light, America. You can't be a great light unless you're operating in truth. And if this guy, Trump, is supposedly God's anointed and he is gonna be on the spear tip of that great light, how does that work? The man is in total darkness. He's unsaved. He's evil. He's wicked. He's a pathological liar. He's beyond a pervert and a pedophile. And he's gonna be the great, at the spear tip of this great life light that america's shining forth again I, number one i see no bible for it and number one i number two i see no evidence of that i see it's going in an opposite direction yes yeah, some have woken up and there's always a remnant and god always does preserve a remnant but do you think america's moving in a positive direction right now how deluded and deceived america is and then there's these huge swaths of people that believe trump is god's anointed
3: in mark taylor's prophecy do we hear jesus christ glorified or the true gospel of Jesus about salvation of individual souls through the blood of Jesus Christ instead the God mark Taylor speaks for gives glory to America right. and Donald Trump and here is some more of mark Taylor's so-called prophetic words the Spirit of God says I have chosen this man Donald Trump To bring honor, respect, and restoration to America. Um Are you kidding me? This guy's being prepared to preside over the largest bankruptcy
0: in world history, which is corporate USA going down. Which has to be the last domino piece to fall before the ten kingdoms of Antichrist can probably come into power. I I mean, I'm speculating, but... Most likely, they've been waiting for this domino to fall for a long time, and they're doing all this stuff. They've staged all the troops. They, they're they're the, the borders are wide open. They got the plagues uh, locked and ready to go. They got the blue helmets. They got the people in the underground bases. They've got, I mean, the, the they put money out of thin air. Something's gotta give, eventually. And yet, this guy's saying the exact opposite. Trump's gonna bring us to the promised land
3: america will be respected once again the dollar will be the strongest it has ever been. how can the dollar
0: be the strongest it's ever been when it's printed literally out of thin air and hasn't had anything backing it from a precious metal standpoint since i mean depending on who you talk to 1968 1971 it's been a long long time since there's been anything backing the dollar but air so god abhors unjust scales and balances and that's all of our current that's all our currency is
3: being For this man will be a man of his
0: word. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a man of his word. A pathological liar. Again, this is from Satan. You're not hearing from God.
3: You're hearing straight from Satan. His bond. So this is supposedly the voice of God saying what a good man Donald Trump is. This false God of Mark Taylor, who is not the God revealed in the Bible. This is not the Father God who glorifies His Son, Jesus Christ. This false God of Mark Taylor's so-called prophecy glorifies Donald Trump and America. This false prophecy is tailored by the devil for gullible people who do not know the true God, the God revealed and made known in the Bible. And so these people believe a lie, a lying prophecy that is a falsehood describing God as if God Almighty is all about America. Here is a nationalistic God, all about the red, white, and blue, making America great again. Sounds like Uncle Sam
0: that's giving the prophecy, you know, the old red, white, and blue, you know. It sounds
3: like Uncle Sam. And who glorifies Donald Trump the so-called anointed and appointed of this false god of Mark Taylor. You know, it breaks my heart to see people follow this silly nonsense, but this is why it happens. It happens because people are not filled with the word of God. They don't spend time with the true God. They don't invest themselves in listening to the word of God given to us in the Bible, And they don't have any fear of God because the fear of God is the beginning
0: of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. Bible's very clear on that. States it over and over. When you have no fear of God, don't expect to have any true wisdom or true knowledge or any true understanding because they're intimately connected. So it's, you have to have that if you want to be wise, if you want to have understanding. Most people don't have any fear of God. They, they refer to the God as, as the, the man upstairs or the big guy in the sky, the heavenly bellhop. And therefore they have no wisdom and no true understanding and no knowledge. And they're, they're firmly entrenched in the strong delusion. They're firmly entrenched in, into what the Bible says is gonna happen before the antichrist appears, that wicked be revealed in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, where they're gonna have the falling away of the church. And that's
3: what, what we're seeing. Instead, they are invested in spending their time listening to the voices of right-wing politicians, voices that paint a picture of almighty God sitting on his throne in heaven with the American flag draped all around him, a God who wants to make America great again. And folks, that is Donald Trump. The only way America could be
0: made great again is through national repentance. And, we're, and he's not calling for that. Donald Trump has said he's never committed a sin that he ever had to go to God and ask forgiveness for. When he was asked, "Did you have you ever went to God and asked for forgiveness? Donald Trump said, no, I don't recall ever doing that. So evidently Donald's better than anybody because he's never even had to, he's elevating himself to the status of Jesus Christ, who was the only one that was ever sinless that walked the earth. Well, Donald Trump thinks he's on that level evidently because he's never asked God for forgiveness for nothing. He's committed all these wicked, evil acts with little children and women and, and, the, and the womanizing and, and all of the perversion and the habitual lie. But yet he thinks he, he's done no wrong. Why? Because he is a vessel of the devil. He's a vessel of wrath fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction, most likely. His conscience has been seared with a hot iron. He's been turned over to a reprobate mind a long, long time ago so he was wicked from his youth from from if you start to study trump he was he was a wicked vessel from his youth and he's never deviated from that path
3: the god you envision is in the image of donald trump and this is why you make every excuse for his sins you make every excuse for his lies and his self-serving ways because you have made god in trump's image Your God is Donald Trump. And when the Antichrist declares himself to be God, you will be ready to receive him Amen. because you already see him as your God. But see, he's saying he's equating Trump as the
0: Antichrist. No, 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 no. I don't believe that. Okay. Biblically speaking, I do not believe that part, but I get what he's saying. Okay. The thing is, is that if you're this deluded regarding Trump, it's not going to be a big stretch to whoever Trump points to, to say, oh, this is the, this is the. This is the anointed one. This is the Messiah. This is who we've all been waiting for.
3: You know? The true God is calling you right now to repent and return to the true God made known in the Bible, a God who is building his kingdom, the God who is the judge of all nations and finds all nations lacking in his sight. He judges the nations, he sees the evil in all nations, and he judges the idolatry and the sin of all the nations. And America and all the nations are perishing and judged, and all nations he is bringing to an end very soon, as he establishes the kingdom of his Christ, the Lord Jesus. So repent. And turn back to God and put your faith only in the God of the Bible who gave his son Jesus to die on the cross to save you. He has raised him from the dead and Jesus is coming back soon to make war on a rebellious world and all nations and all nations are perishing. And Jesus will save and rescue all those who trust only in him. Okay, so we have that and i uh, if
0: <laughs> uh, hopefully that you know is is all you need to hear but i'm going to keep going okay because I, i'm i'm not going to just cover this in a cursory manner this one is entitled david wilkerson versus mark taylor one is a false prophet
4: hey everybody it's voice in the car um I've got to talk to you about something that's really been on my, on my heart and my mind lately, and it's really been bothering me, and, and I, I brought this up once before, but I did some more research into it, and I'm just astounded at some things. I just cannot pro- process this properly. Um, there was a, a great man of God called David Wilkerson who demonstrated he was a great man of God for years, preaching. In New York City, bringing young men to Christ um, had a solid track record, and the Lord started giving him words of the future, messages about the future, warnings to America, and he wrote a series of books. One is "Put Thy Trumpet to Thy Lips," uh, one is "The Vision," and he was rejected by that American happy church. That's what I call you out there—the happy church. You know, don't tell us anything negative
0: everything's going to be wonderful whatever the American happy church rejected the Bible says prophesy unto us smooth things speak speak things that are you know tickle our ears and good things and that's the type of, of uh, church he's in reference to which is typical which is your typical happy go lucky feel good lukewarm apostate church in America yeah. they didn't want to hear
4: God's message of America is going to be judged big things are going to come down on you you become a wicked nation and you're going to get more wicked well i can't go through all the prophecies he has but one of them is that well new york is going to be destroyed the u.s is going to be attacked and going to be invaded by russians as at least russians and maybe chinese i don't know but at least russians
0: they're already here i mean i've told you about the underground bases i've told you how they're working in you know a lot of these places like gatlinburg tennessee you know they've taken over all the the like the uh, tourism industries in these types of places. I've done tons of teachings on it. And a lot of other things, a lot of it, and a lot of those things have already happened.
4: Now, brother Wilkerson died a few years ago. And it's unfortunate because I really wish he was around today because I would love to have him critique this other individual who just appeared on the scene named Mark Taylor, this fireman who uh, uh, published a book uh, called The Trump Prophecies. He said God has been talking to him since 2011 that Trump was going to win. Okay. I've heard that he said he was going to win in 2000, uh, that Obama was going to lose in 2010 or 11, and he didn't. Whatever. I don't know if that's true or not. But this guy comes out of absolutely nowhere, and he's got some uh, minister and his wife who seems to be popular among the, the evangelical crowd, saying that God gave him all these words that Trump is going to win, and he's going to get rid of the deep state, get rid of all the bad things in America, save America, bring back our economy, uh, and restore America to its greatness, okay? This is what he's saying, and he's saying America is not being judged. Only the systems are being judged, okay? Okay. And his his prophecies literally fly in the face of every single thing David Wilkerson
0: said. Completely contrary. All right. But it it also flies in the face of Trump's actions from his past and present. I mean, that we've documented, how he's lied and in all of these things he's done to stab us in the back and fail us and lie to us about. So you know, that's a huge factor. Completely contrary. So we have a problem
4: here, folks. We have a problem here. Either David Wilkerson was not hearing from the Lord, or Mark Taylor is not hearing from the Lord. Which is it? Which is it? I have not heard from the Lord myself, so I don't have any words to give you, okay? All I have is the Bible, which is God's Word, and a preacher named David Wilkerson, who I know is a man of righteousness, who had a solid track record, he had no reason to destroy his career by telling us the truth of the future. He could have said, Mark Taylor is saying, God's going to save America. He's going to bring us back. He's going to get rid of all the bad people and save America. He didn't do that, though, did he? He didn't do that. And he literally lost his, his voice. Nobody wanted to hear him anymore. Nobody would let him on their shows. Well, now we're reading his books, and for a long time, I I read his his books, and I read this stuff, and I'm like, you know, this is is from the Lord. Then this Mark Taylor guy shows up, and Trump wins, and suddenly, all that's out the window, totally out the window. And everybody's forgot about David Wilkerson now, because Mark Taylor is telling us what we want to hear. He's telling us, we don't have to repent, all we gotta do is fight. All we have to do is get up our our TV sofas and fight, and then... We will hold our ground and the enemy will be cast out and America will raise its flag again and we'll sing Yankee Doodle Dandy into the future. That's what he's saying. Now look, people, and and, and as far as abortion goes, no, God's not going to judge us for that. He's going to give us new judges in the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade, which is great. I hope that happens. I want that to happen. But how do you, how can you say America does not, deserve judgment when we have 60 million dead human beings murdered with our complicity through our government okay the nazis killed 20 million stalin killed upwards of 50 to 60 million we've done 60 million easy and we are off the hook because we send out missions this is what taylor says because we send out missions god god's not going to judge us He's not going to judge us for the 60 million dead children. He's not going to judge us for the rise in homosexuality and transgenderism. He's not going to judge us for kicking him out of the entire public forum. He's not going to judge us for uh, going into into incredible amounts of debt to live lavish lifestyles in debt. He's not going to judge us for going to war against countries uh, that we should never have gone to war with. He's not going to judge us for any of the bad things we've done. It's our systems that are bad, not the people that is the biggest pile of steaming bs that i've ever heard in my life that's like saying that the germans weren't guilty only the nazi system that's what essentially he's saying people now look a lot of christians out there really want to hear this he's going to get rid of he's going to there's going to be arrests mass arrests and oh, obama yeah. and clintons are they're all going to go to prison there's going to be military tribunals america'll be great again you know, I believe we could see... Signals. Which is all
0: commingled with what Q is saying and a lot of other people in alternative media. There, See, this is a big group effort of disinformation and satanic lies. Mark Taylor represents the more Christianized, prophetic side of the lies. But this this is all in a big web of lies and deceit. If this thing
4: goes down, the Clintons and the Bushes and Obama need to go to prison for what they've done. I agree with that. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But I just do not see how his prophecies, if you can call them that, and he says he's not a prophet. I find that interesting. A man
0: who's telling us all these prophecies right. says I'm not a prophet. Yeah. How does that work? How, how does that actually work? Does that, I guess that lets him off the hook when he's proven to be a fraud and a liar? Look, pal, either you're a prophet or you're not. You
4: can't get uh, get out of that one. And this is how they do it. See, well, I can be wrong because I'm not a prophet. But everybody's buying my books, watching me on TV shows, and saying how wonderful I am. <sighs> Look, either David Wilkerson is right or Mark Taylor is right. They can't both be right. And you've got to get decide who you're going to listen to. The guy of the hour, the man who comes out of nowhere, sells books, makes book tours, everybody wants him, everybody likes uh-huh. him, everybody thinks he's the greatest thing. He's got the word for the future. He is the future. He's he is everything wonderful. He's going to He's telling us what we want to hear versus the guy who everybody rejected, nobody wanted to hear. Nobody wanted him on their shows. No church wanted to let him talk. Which one? Which one, people? Which one will you listen to? Because what David Wilkerson said it's coming to America is a whole lot different than what this Mark Taylor has been saying. You can't have them both. You cannot have them both. Okay? It's a voice in the car like a voice in the wilderness.
0: Okay, so we have that. thought he brought up some really good points. And You know, here's just a couple videos I just saw on, like, YouTube when I was doing some searches. And this is Trump's plan is stand still so yeah mark mark taylor prophecy 8-1 he's 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 coming out he's doubling down on his lies boy this one just came out you know 11 days ago trump's plan is stand still so again isn't that perfect for the devil we just need to stand still regarding now i understand there's a bible verse that talks about you should not need to fight in this battle stand still and i will i get that i love that verse i believe some chronicles but this is not what we're in reference to. The devil wants us to stand still and just keep believing all these lies that Mark Taylor and the Q movement and all these other people are, ch- are churning out. And this is this is all inter- commingled also with Sean Hannity and all of the other in mainstream media. This is a, this they're all basically saying the same stuff, just varying levels of it. Uh, so of course the devil would want you to stand still and just keep believing. And then there's another one which sounds just like the q movement uh this was a day later and it's called trust the plan in god we trust so in other words we trust the plan this trump plan the q plan all the lies of the q movement that i've documented i exposed i don't know how many of the of the false uh prophecies the q made just in the initial stages and just in q movement i did that i don't know in the last few months I went over a whole bunch of specific ones that did not come to pass. And again, Deuteronomy 18, test of a prophet. If, if the prophet says something is going to come to pass and it doesn't come to pass, he's not hearing from God. And you take that prophet out and you kill him. Okay, that was Old Testament. So um, trust the plan in God we trust. In other words, if you're not trusting the plan, you're not trusting in God. So again, you, you need to make a and I don't mean so much to my listeners cause I think most of my listeners are uh, the ones that, you know, got offended and left over when I started coming out against Trump. I think most of them are probably gone at this point because they've probably been weeded out and that wasn't my intention, but I'm just saying, um, <laughs> you know, God's been good to us though. I mean, I'm, I'm not, we're, we're still going, we're still plugging and chugging. And I praise God for those that have donated and prayed for us and, and and all that and all the wonderful comments we've gotten god bless you all uh so i think a lot of those unfortunately my listeners from that i don't know in that time when it really started going after trump i just pray to god they get their eyes opened you know uh hey listen i was i was never fully on the trump train but i i i had many things where you know i gave him credit where credit was due and called him out though when when he was bad but it's gotten so flagrant at this point it there's no you know and it forced me to really look at his history and take a real good hard honest look at that i wish i would have done it way way back but you know I, i'm guilty in that regard uh because there was a lot of 800 pound gorillas in the room that were there before he ever got into office now then we have this sky watch tv or tom horn selling the prophet mark taylor's the trump prophecies updated and expanded offer so they're also doubling down as are many other quote christian ministries out there doing the same thing now they're going to have to stand before god just like i am and answer for what we've promoted and what we've done and how we've lived our lives and and what we've disseminated other the bible says to whom much is given much is required And that we're not to be a stumbling block before a brother and if in my opinion if you're selling and profiting off a false prophets trump prophecies which you're gonna i'm gonna read you the offer here in a second you're in very 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 hot water with god and i pray to god tom horn and Raiders News or SkyWatch TV it used to be called Raiders News Network. I pray to God they repent. I've done stuff on Tom Horn before, Yeah, I didn't want to, and I got a lot of heat for it, and I, I, I just can't retract it because I've never seen, you know, I've never seen the information I've presented you on Tom Horn and some of the people that he works with refuted. I, I haven't. So here's here's I'm, I'm, I'm going to read now understand in light of everything we just covered in part one and everything that we just looked at just now I'm gonna read you this ad so bear that all in mind wow two movies and two books free with the updated and expanded the Trump prophecies right here I mean when you go up to you know Skywatch TV it's like an assault of the senses with all of the different ads and things they're trying to sell you it's just un believable how much they can pack in to um trying to profiteer off this type of stuff in 2016 the world was shocked when donald trump won the u.s presidential election but the fireman was not surprised this is mark taylor god had shown him it would happen and a lot more so so far mark taylor is batting 1,000. yeah because trump has never failed us remember and Trump's gonna restore righteousness and he's gonna he's gonna drain the swamp and he's gonna he's gonna remember he's done all that right and he's he's continuing to do it so Mark Taylor's not batting anywhere near a thousand Mark Taylor's got an abysmal batting average if you take an honest look at what's going on here but they'll just expect you to believe that Mark Taylor's batting a thousand does it sound like Mark Taylor was batting a thousand when you just listened to that the prophecy some of the prophecies that uh, that gentleman just read, It was all lies. It was all lies. Then it goes on to say, but check out what he says is coming next. In November of 2016, the world witnessed the impossible. Nearly every household in America was tuned into the election feeds and every update pointed to a loss for the Republican Party. But when the map of the states flipped red in the final hour, there were a select few who weren't surprised. They had always known Trump was going to win. He was chosen for such a time as this. Remember, God's anointed. Absolutely. The prophecy had said so. This prophet, this reserved man of God, was the retired firefighter Mark Taylor. The word of God given to the Holy Spirit was delivered. Boy, boy, I, I sure wouldn't want to be. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I don't agree with this, but that's what they're saying. Um, given by the Holy Spirit, was delivered on April 28, 2011, years before Trump's victory. Well, how do you explain that, Scott? Well, how do you? Well, well here's how I explain it. Deuteronomy 13. 1 through 3 and verse 5. You know what it says? I always talk about Deuteronomy 18. And I've mentioned Deuteronomy 13. Let's see what it says. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams. And giveth thee a sign or wonder. And the sign or wonder come to pass. Meaning it happens. Whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Meaning, the thing that he said came to pass, but ultimately the message is, let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Well, what was the what was the man just talking about here in these prophecies? These prophecies are glorifying America, and they're glorifying Trump. He's God's anointed. He's the center of what these prophecies say. We're talking a child-molesting, pedophile, womanizing, pathological devil, and God's just going to ignore all this history. And all the wicked, evil devils he's been yoked up with in his past. And that own him lock, stock, and barrel. God's just going to ignore that like it doesn't exist. He's not going to do that. That's not how God operates. So when when Mark Taylor gives us these prophecies that are glorifying Trump. And glorifying America. And saying that we're going to have all this stuff be restored and righteousness. And we're going to be a beacon of whatever. That is like... Mark Taylor saying, let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known and let us serve them. Because that's not the God of the Bible saying that. His prophecies. And then it goes on to say, Deuteronomy, thou shall not hearken unto the words of that prophet and, and or the dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God proveth you to know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. This is a big test, guys. Are you going to fall? And again, I I, I don't, My listeners are the only ones I have to talk to, okay, about this. But God's doing this to prove us, to test us. He's going to see, are we going to fall for the strong delusion? Are we going to fall for all these false prophecies from Mark Taylor and from all the other mainstream media uh, that are promoting Trump like Sean Hannity and alex jones and a lot of other people in the q movement and all the other people that are promoting him on before it's news and these types of things he's doing this to test us and again if you have no fear of god which a lot of people have none well then you're not you're going to be devoid of wisdom understanding and knowledge that's why i've always emphasized humility before god and fear of god because humility is a byproduct of the fear of god and i mean humble before god and your fellow man see god's doing all this to prove us to know whether we love god with all our hearts and with all our soul that's what it says here in Deuteronomy and that prophet or that or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken to turn you away from the lord your god what happens when these people keep going down this path and then they eat it's one or two things are going to happen they're gonna to come to a point where they realize Mark Taylor's a false prophet. And God willing, they will repent and turn from their wicked ways and seek the truth. Or they're gonna become disillusioned with God and say, you know what? I believed all this. I invested all this in God. And I give up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I give up because, you know, I gave God a chance and he let me down. You watch. Be a lot of people like that. there's a lot of people like that right now. What has Mark Taylor done in that particular instance? He has spoken to turn you away from the Lord, your God, which is exactly what it says here in Deuteronomy 13. He's done that exact thing. He's there to get your soul into hell. That's what Mark Taylor's job is. Now he'd never admit that, but I'm calling him out on it. super obvious if you've with anybody with eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive at this point it's so obvious it's so in your face i wouldn't have wanted to have done this teaching early on when i just started getting into the trump stuff and started document but now we've had like you know i don't know how many months now really since february of just documentation after documentation of what a wicked devil trump is Now, the other, the other option for people in that, because I said there was two, but there was actually three, okay? You either repent, you humble yourself, okay? Which is what I hope happens. Or you harden your heart toward God and say, I've given you a chance. I trusted in your man of God. He failed me. He lied. You turn your back on God. You openly serve Satan. Or those that kill, still will keep lapping up whatever pig slop Mark Taylor and his ilk are putting out in the Q movement because they've got so much invested and because they're so full of pride, they will never, ever, ever admit they were wrong. And they will just keep following him right to when they they literally embrace the arms of the Antichrist and then gladly submit to the mark of the beast. Because that is where all this is heading. This is that big of a deal is what I'm trying to tell you. It's not some trivial little superfluous matter that I'm talking about here. This is a matter of heaven and hell fire with this thing with Trump and Mark Taylor. So going on with this ad, it says, the election, however, was only the beginning In this updated and expanded release of the Trump prophecies, Defender Publishing revisits what the Lord revealed to Mark Taylor in both the celebrated commander in chief prophecy that played such a key role in bolstering Trump's 2016 win, as well as many other messages the Holy Spirit inspired Taylor to write about what would transpire next for the most powerful nation on earth today fast forward halfway into trump's first term have taylor's prophecies come true is trump who he said he was no to either okay because they're all lies yeah trump got elected big deal fortune tellers get it right more than 50 percent of the time a lot of them a lot of them do why would people go to fortune tellers or go into astrology or go into witchcraft if there wasn't benefit there is a benefit. That's what we're dealing with here. This is witchcraft. Because he's he's either getting these words from God or he's getting them from the devil. And he sure ain't getting them from God. Again, I've said this before, but if I'm misleading you in this teaching and I'm wrong about Mark Taylor, may God strike me dead tonight to get me off this planet, so I will never deceive my listeners again. I've said that I don't know how many times, not because I'm trying to challenge God, but because I'm that serious about what I'm telling you. So if you never hear from me ever again, if you never see another newsletter or another audio put out from me, you'll know Mark Taylor. Well, no, I can't even say that because Mark Taylor's not a man of God, so he's obviously a liar. So that's how serious I am about this. And not say that because I think I'm Mr. Big and Bad. But I mean, it's like, it's like, I, I know I'm right. Okay, there, there's no doubt. There's, there's no more confusion. There's no more, well, I don't know. I mean, no, 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 no. We, we've dispelled all of that. That's been easily dispelled. And this teaching right now is the culmination, the, uh, the zenith of proving that to you. If you take this in totality with all the other teachings I've done on the subject. So is Trump who he said he was and is he delivering on the promises he made during his campaign? No, he's a liar. He, he, Ali Pak alone, I gave you 10 different reasons. All the stuff he's lied on just on immigration that he's done nothing about or made worse. He is a total But see, these people won't look at any of that. They don't care. All they care about is their next lying sign and wonder or false word from Satan that they're going to get. It's all they care. And the thing is is the more you give into this, the more demonically blinded and deluded and infested you become. If you believe in this stuff and you can't break free, you need to get deliverance. Go up there and do the wind Whirly deliverance, the mass deliverance. I'm telling you, it's life-changing for a lot of people. Life-changing. Do the Derek Prince breaking curses off your life. I'm, I'm not lying to you about that. It is life changing. It's what I believe every Christian should go right into once they get saved. I just can't see it being a bad thing. I cannot see how you can go wrong on that. I wish I would have done it right when I got saved, but I didn't really know about it. Struggling with stuff still in your life. You're struggling with, with your, and I'm not saying that I'm walking around in sinless perfection, but I'm a world different than I was, you know, even a couple, well, I don't know, a year and a half ago. On a lot of different levels. And I praise the Lord Jesus Christ for that. And then it goes on to say, and what other prophecies God gave Mark regarding economics, criminal justice, leadership turnover in the Supreme Court? We've got we've got a bunch of devils still in the Supreme Court. You couldn't convince me otherwise. And several other specific details. Have all of these inspired writings carried equal reliability as commander in chief? So far, Mark Taylor is batting a thousand. Oh, according to Satan, he's batting a thousand. I'd say he's probably batting about 138. I'm just using that as an arbitrary figure. And imagine this for this video, because this was a little video. It says comments are disabled for this video. I wonder why? Because they don't want people pointing out all the ways Mark Taylor's lied to us. Of course, because that would hurt their sales. And the love of money is the root of all evil. So, I'm I'm. I'm over on time here just about. I want to go over these verses and I'm going to kind of go through rapid fire because this is going to be the end of the study for today. And these are, what these are, Bible verses on false prophets and exposing the wicked. Okay, this is going to bolster what I just told you. 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2. Now the Spirit, capital S, speaketh expressly that in the latter times, which is where we're at right now, some shall depart from the faith. We're seeing this big departure. According to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the falling away of the church. Giving heed to seducing spirits. When you listen to Mark Taylor, you're listening to a seducing spirit. And doctrines of devils, same thing. Speaking lies and hypocrisy. Well, that's, that's the definition of Trump. Speaking lies and hypocrisy. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron. It's not where you want to be. But it says they're going to depart from the faith in the in the latter times. It's where we're at. We should be expecting this. Matthew 12, 37. For by thy words, thou shalt be justified, Mark Taylor. And by thy words, thou shalt be condemned, Mark Taylor. Now, grin. I can say that to myself as well. True. But I'm saying for the purposes of this teaching, for, for by thy words, thou shalt be justified, Donald Trump. Well, I've never really seen the need to ever repent or ever ask God for forgiveness. Are you kidding me? Really? You're that demonically blind and deluded? Well, you're you know, you're a serial pedophile rapist and, you know, we've proven that over and over. His conscience was seared with a hot iron so long ago, you you, you can't even comprehend. And by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. Proverbs 17, 15, he that justifieth the wicked is not that what Mark Taylor's doing. Isn't he justifying the wicked? And he that condemneth the just, even they both are an abomination to the Lord. Isaiah 520, woe unto them that call evil good, which is what Mark Taylor is doing every time he says God, or Trump is, is God's anointed. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. 1 Corinthians 2.15, the first part of that verse. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things. And this is not hypocritical judgment where I judge the beam of my own, in, in my brother's eye while I have a, or I've judged the beam I judge the speck in my brother's eye while I have a beam in my own. That's hypocritical judgment. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things. That's what we're doing today. We're rightly divide, We're trying to rightly divide the word of truth. We're trying to rightly divide the situation regarding Trump and Mark Taylor. And it's very easy to do, I think. You'd agree at this point. Jesus said in John 7, 24, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Don't, don't, don't judge to whatever trump all the the media talking points or whatever q's putting out or whatever mark taylor says you judge righteous judgment you look at you know you scratch below the surface you dig deep you find out what is what is this man really done What has his actions been what is he doing right now well that's judging righteous judgment romans 16 verse 17 and 18 now i beseech you brethren this is something we're supposed to be doing that is Hardly ever done anymore, it seems like. Mark them, which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned. That's what Mark Taylor's doing. So I'm marking him today. And avoid them, for they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, meaning their own carnal desires. And by good words and fair speeches, which is something Mark Taylor's very, very, and Trump is very, very famous for. By good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. You ever notice how simplistic and, and kind of like 1st graderish Trump talks to his followers? I mean, it's, it's like having a first grade teacher teach you, you know. Have you ever noticed how dumbed down his speech is? It's done by design on purpose. By good words and fair speeches, he's deceiving the hearts of the simple. That's why the bible says pursue wisdom pursue understanding pursue knowledge like it's more precious than gold and you say well you don't have any right to to call somebody out by name oh really second timothy 4 15 4 14 and 15 says alexander the coppersmith meaning as a specific guy did me much evil the lord reward him according to his works what the bible says it's calling a, a specific guy by name in the bible in the in the new testament of whom thou beware also see i'm trying to warn you he's trying to warn you about alexander the coppersmith i'm trying to warn you about trump and about mark taylor and and all of the other organizations out there pushing him like glenn kennedy and in q movement and all the other ones out there pushing mark taylor and uh you know all the other mainstream cons- supposed conservative talking heads Mark Levin and Rush Limbaugh and and Alex Jones and Sean Hannity and these types. All of them are in the same boat. They just all have different functions to play in how they're serving Satan and what they're doing with this Trump deception. I'm not saying you can never, ever glean any truth from any of those sources, but beware there's so much leaven in what they're talking about now i can't even have sean hannity on for five minutes before i have to turn him off anymore because it automatically segues into the trump defense thing the trump if all the left is attacking him therefore trump has to be good it has to he has to be good no he doesn't it's left right paradigm it's coke pepsi it's all by design to keep us distracted from the from the actual truth of whom Be thou aware, for he hath greatly withstood our words. Alexander the Coppersman. Well, okay, that's one example. Okay, here's another one. 2 Timothy 4.10. For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. Okay? There's another one that was called out exactly, specifically by name. Well, okay, but what about, is there any more? 1 Timothy through 20 This charge I commit unto thee, Son Timothy, according to the prophecies which have went before on thee, that thou mightest a good warfare. Because we're in warfare. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some, having put away concerning the faith, have made shipwreck. Of whom Himaeus and Alexander. Of whom is Himaeus and Alexander. Meaning Himaeus and Alexander have put away the faith and have made, made themselves shipwreck. And they're going to shipwreck other people if you follow them. Whom I have delivered unto Satan that they may learn not to blaspheme. Where does it say that? 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Look it up. Turn such an one over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh that the soul may be saved in the day of the Lord. People that are in open rebellion in the church, in any church setting, if they will not repent, Of their wickedness, the Bible says in First Corinthians chapter five to turn such a one over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the soul may be saved in the day of the Lord. You're doing that to have mercy on them. Well, what what did the guy do in First Corinthians chapter five? Well, he was basically sleeping with his dad's wife. Now, I don't think it was his real mom. I I I think it was his like stepmom. But he had taken his dad's wife to be his wife, and then the Bible says in First Corinthians they'd gotten so insane evidently in the Corinthian in the Corinthian church that they were glorying in their shame essentially they, they thought that there was nothing really wrong you ever heard heard a good sermon on that one i don't know if i've heard one maybe i'm not condemning all preachers i'm just saying i rarely 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 ever hear anybody talk about 1 Corinthians chapter 5 especially out of the KJV so i'm just saying it's in here in the Bible. He delivered them unto Satan that they may not learn to blaspheme. Matthew 7, 15. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. That's what Mark Taylor is. I'm calling him out, you know. Okay, and then these last set of verses because I am so far over on time now. Jeremiah 23, verse 16. Uh, Starting there, thus saith the Lord of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They They make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. Well, I think we've proven that Mark Taylor's prophecies are not from the mouth of the Lord because you know why? God is not the author of confusion. He wouldn't show us all this wickedness that is so easily documentable regarding Trump. And then all of a sudden, God says, "You know what? I'm going to forget about all the all his wicked past and he's such a wicked evil devil and he's never asked me for forgiveness and he's not a Christian and he's a closet Luciferian and he's a pedophile and he's a blasphemer." And you know, he's a womanizer and he's a pathological liar. I'm going to forget about all that. And I'm but he's he's my anointed. No. That's not the way God works. Okay, I understand. Nobody's perfect. But Trump's never even asked for forgiveness for nothing. And surely never asked the Lord Jesus Christ to come in and be his Lord and Savior. Trump is his own God. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. They say, still unto them that despise me, which is really, that again, that's another, remember with the verse about God lets this happen to prove us, to see if we really love him? Well, here it kind of intimates that again. It says, they say still, meaning the false prophets say still unto them that despise me. That's scary because if you're falling for Mark Taylor's prophecies, hook, line, and sinker, even after you've been shown, I understand people can get deceived and stuff like that, but even if if you've been shown and you still continue down that path, what it's saying here is that you despise God. Because you you don't have any true love for the truth. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Having a love for the truth is super, super important. Because there's a lot of implications about going into hellfire, according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, if you don't have a true love for the truth. They say still unto them that despise me, the Lord hath said, meaning this is what the false prophets say, ye shall have peace. And they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart. Well, the heart is, is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The Bible says, he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. And the Bible says, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Well, that's the heart. He shall have peace, the false prophets say. And they shall say unto everyone that walketh after, walketh after the imagination of his own heart no evil shall come upon you isn't that what mark taylor's essentially saying and been saying trump's going to be god's anointed he's going to restore america america's going to go in a position of greatness again nothing really about jesus christ but a lot about trump and a lot about america the bible says god will share his glory with no one and god is the same today yesterday and forever and he's not the author of confusion I'm not confused about this at all. One time I was a little bit confused, but then I finally took an honest look at this and I was forced to do that because Trump's actions got so flagrant that there was no more doubt. But I'm guilty of not looking at this sooner. I apologize to my listeners. I should have taken a stance a long time ago. Next verse. For who ha- who has stood in the counsel of the Lord and have perceived and heard his word? Uh, Mark Taylor sure hasn't. Who have marked his word and heard it? Behold, the whirlwind of the Lord has gone forth in fury. Even a grievous whirlwind, it shall fall grievously upon the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord shall not return until he have executed, until he have performed the thoughts of his heart. In the latter days, ye shall consider it perfectly. That's where we're at right now in the latter days. And then it goes uh, verse twenty one, I have not sent these prophets yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. God never spoke to Mark Taylor if we ever if we ever did, you know. We sure aren't getting that version of God. We're getting whatever false devil speaking in his ear. But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil way. In other words, Mark Taylor's main message shouldn't be pumping Trump up and saying he's God's anointed and saying, trust the plan and stand still and, you know, America's gonna be great again. Shouldn't be that. He should have been, if he was a true man of God, which is David Wilkerson was, I mean, man, his preaching's hard. You listen to him. It's very repentance, holy, centralized, okay? I mean, I get majorly convicted when I hear him preach. If they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil way. When you're turning people toward this devil Trump and people are putting their trust in him, how are you turning people from their evil way. You're not. You're placating them. You're prophesying unto them smooth things like the Bible talks about. Teachers having itching ears. They they should have turned people from their evil ways and from their evil doings. But see, Mark Taylor's not doing that. Verse 25. I have heard what the prophets said that prophesied lies in my name saying I have dreamed, I have dreamed How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of deceit of their own heart. And again, the heart is is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Last verse, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Uh, guys, I got to I gotta shut this down because I don't know if it's going to upload. It's so long. Um, uh, take it to the Lord. Take it to the Lord. I praise God for my listeners. I pray God. I, I, I try to pray for you guys. Always remember to pray for you guys every day. And I praise the Lord Jesus Christ for you. And I am very, very, very thankful for this ministry and that I've been able to do this and put in this position where I can Get this information out. God bless you. God bless your families. And uh, we'll see you in the next teaching.